What's up, Vanilla King? <laughs> What's up, y'all? Not, we're not taping. Yes, we are taping. No, we're not. Yes, we are taping. No, we're not. Yes, we are. Are we taping? Yes, we are taping. Oh, okay. <laughs> what up, y'all? It's DJ. Let me do it the right way. What's up? <laughs> I'm DJing. They gotta lick your lips. <laughs> and I am Gia Casey. And together, we are the Casey crew. <laughs> Welcome! <laughs> hello, 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 beautiful people. I'm naked under here. <laughs> give a nipple, give a little nipple. <laughs> nah, that's too much. <laughs> too much for you guys. What up, y'all? As you see, this is how we walk around in the crib. Shout to uh, Puff. Puff actually sent me this robe. Puff of French Montana. Appreciate it. I wear it at the house. You, uh, you don't want to show my legs? You want to look at my package? It's not, it's not your leg I'm worried about. <laughs> you don't want to look at my back? My package might peek through. <laughs> That'll be sad. I mean, it does have one eye. <laughs> all right. But today, it's all about you guys. Why are you laughing? <laughs> I didn't. Oh, it's all about you guys out there. Now, we're going to be answering emails. We get a lot of emails all day long, so we're going to be get answering a lot of emails. I know because of the coronavirus, you guys are at home, uh, and you have a lot of questions, so we're going to answer some of your questions today. Also, also, I just want to let you know that for the duration of this podcast, I'm going to be referring to you as Vanilla King. <laughs> What's this answer? French vanilla. That's French vanilla. No, that's the name of, that's the name of the liquor. Well, that's today, you are French vanilla. Well, when I do French this, I want to say a bling, bling. Rico Suave. I don't know. <laughs> Give me a Rico Suave. Rico <laughs> Suave. Suave. All right. So we're going to go to the email. Uh, this the emails. This whole show is all about emails. You got questions, we'll answer it, all right? And if you want to email us, you can email us at uh, the... KCCrew at gmail.com. That's T-H-E-E-K-C-Crew at gmail.com. So let's get right to it. All right. <sighs> hey, Casey Crew. I love the podcast and admire Gia's grace. I'm hoping I can get your opinion on a situation that I'm struggling to process and navigate the outcome. I'll try to keep it short and still provide the necessary details. One night, I went out with two of my girlfriends, one of whom is my best friend since birth and current roommate. We all got stupid drunk and came back to my place when the bar closed. One of my friends and I, not the roommate, somehow ended up drunkenly making out and carried it to my bedroom along with my boyfriend. We closed the door behind us and it got sexual quickly. Meanwhile, my roommate, best friend, is in her bedroom dealing <laughs> with relationship problems. She then opened my bedroom door while crying hysterically to get some support and advice. When she saw what was happening, she closed the door left our apartment and sent me multiple texts about how she was disgusted with me and how I wasn't there for her when she needed me, along with multiple fuck yous. After reading the message, I then get a phone call from my mom. Turns out she also texted my mom to tell her that my boyfriend and I were involved in a threesome with another woman. I tried to calm my very traditional mom down and avoid, <clears throat> wow, Having the conversation right? while I was drunk. The next day, my roommate texted me to say that she shouldn't have put so much responsibility on me as a friend to clean up her messes. I felt that the text was very passive and I deserved an apology. I replied with, I don't have anything to say to you right now. Take care. She texts my mom once more to say, 
I tried to fix things with your daughter, but she'd rather throw away our friendship and have sex with women. Wow. Meanwhile, my mother is distraught and I'm worried about losing my relationship with my family. My roommate and I didn't speak for about a month. One night, we both went out and got home drunk around the same time. We spoke shortly and she apologized, saying she felt very guilty and acted out while emotionally unstable. Since then, we've had brief conversations. That night, she got drunk again, started kissing me, and her and my boyfriend, we all fucked. No, that, that, no, just, that, that, that didn't happen. I made that up. <laughs> I made that up. I made that up. I made it up. I made it up. I made it up. I made it up. <laughs> made it up. In a, in a turn of events. Yeah, no, no, no. She says, since then, we had brief conversations, but I don't feel comfortable sharing anything of substance. This was a friendship, and I had never had any trust issues nor issues, period. This was a big stab in the back, and it hurts because I missed the friendship tremendously. <clears throat> I want to get over it, but it's very difficult to trust her again. I'd really appreciate your advice how to move forward. So sorry for the long message. Envy, much thanks. I think my scenario would have been better. Like that would have been a turn, <laughs> honestly. But what do you think? I kind of feel as though I might be the wrong person to ask. Why? Um, because unless you're my husband and I made a commitment to you before God. I don't have much tolerance for bleepery in friendships. I mm -hmm. really don't. I really don't. Um, I understand that they've been friends since birth, as uh -huh. she put it. So clearly it's her oldest and dearest friend. And right. I'm sure that they've experienced a multitude of things together. But for me, um, if a friend breaks my trust to that degree... I'm more of the type to say it was wonderful while, while it lasted, but I can't trust you anymore. She picked up the phone and called her mother and told her mother her personal sexual business that she was doing behind closed doors. And correct me if I'm wrong, the best friend opened the door and went in the room and saw what was going on correct. because she needed help in, in her, her relationship. relationship. Correct. Right. So I'm not out here in the living room where we share a residence and, you know, getting it in. You came in my room. I'm in my room handling my personal business, drunk or not. Mm -hmm. You come in, see something that wasn't meant for your eyes. And then you go back and call my mother and tell my mother what happened. Now my mother is judging me. And at the end of the email, she said that now she has to worry about how her family looks at her and her Correct. relationship with her family. Mm -hmm. And this best friend didn't even lead with an, I'm sorry. And I apologize. And Oh my gosh, I cannot even believe how I might've devastated our relationship. Please forgive me. I don't know what I was thinking. I mean, there needs to be a whole rollout of things that would have to happen before she could consider herself my friend again. And then she called the mother a second time. It wasn't just the first. She called the mother a second time when she didn't get what she wanted. All right, said so she tried to make nice, right? What did, when she called the second time? What did she say? She said basically, I tried to make nice with your daughter, but she prefers to sleep with women instead. Yeah, something like that. Yep. Yeah. 
So now you're going to pour salt on the the wound. First, you cut me. Then you pour gasoline on it. Now that wasn't enough. Now you're going to put some salt on it once it healed. Yeah, no, that person for me can't be trusted. She could. There's nothing that could happen that would ever make me feel comfortable with her knowing my personal business again. And that's really what best friends are for. Right. You know, best friends are there so that you can tell the things that you would not tell an ordinary friend. They're your outlet. They're supposed to be the people that are understanding, but more than anything else that doesn't judge you. So not only does she run her mouth, she's sitting there judging her. And even after she apologized, she was still sitting there with all of her judgments on her lap. And she's just sitting there toying with it because then when she didn't get what she wanted, she's sitting there like, okay, well, and your mother, your daughter prefers to be out there with women than sitting here forgiving me. Mm-hmm. So now what are you homophobic is like, what's the issue here? And let's talk about how selfish she is. She said, she was there saying, what did she say? Um, Why do you act like it's me? Like, I feel like you, you. No, it's just, it's just, I don't know. It's a little aggravating listening to that. Oh, because you weren't there for me in my time of need. I was going through it in my room with my boyfriend and right. my, in my, in my relationship. <laughs> just keep it, keep it closed. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> just kidding. Go ahead, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> they didn't pay for all of it. <laughs> right, right. Okay. Um, you're saying they're having trouble with your relationship. And what seems like that really upset her was that she was occupied, that she didn't stop what she was doing and run to her friend's beck and call, which is unreasonable and selfish and like unimaginable almost. So I don't really see what the benefit is in maintaining that friendship yeah I'm with besides you. nostalgia and memories yeah i'm with you i mean i i get it if you were drunk if you were drunk and then you called my mom and it was an accident then yes i get it and, and it, you know, do you things, get it if someone's drunk, drunk and like, they call your mother people react differently when they're drunk and they have alcohol in them like people do some people are aggressive drunk some people are violent drunk some people are quiet drunk some people fall asleep when they're drunk there's different things so if you call while you were drunk and you apologize I can say, okay, well, maybe I'll forgive, which would be very difficult because you put my personal business on front street to my mom. That's not just personal business, though. But you know what I mean. Like, that's a little bit more serious than just personal business. But then the fact that you call my mom again, like, nah. I tried to make nice with your daughter. I can never trust you again. It could be a situation where we can never (laughs) trust each other again. I could never want to be in a situation where... We're cool. I wouldn't even want to be your roommate anymore. Well, that's what when I'm sitting here up, thinking. I'm gone. If I can afford it, she might not be able to afford it. But when the lease is up, I'm gone. I mean, she can't go back home to mom because you didn't fuck that up. But that's not nice. It's the truth. Well, maybe not. It's the, it, she said her mom is traditional. Her mom is on her ass right now. So it, it is what it is. I mean, you might as well see the new girl and see if she got, you know, an extra bedroom. And you might as well just stay with her. I mean, Let's be honest, but I couldn't fuck with her no more. That couldn't be my girlfriend. That couldn't be my bestie. That couldn't be my BFF. Fuck that. I'm tearing up the pictures. I'm burning them. I don't know you. Don't call me. Don't speak to me. I I don't even exist. If I got a, a liver, that's liver where we can transplant, right? If I got a liver and, it, and it's for you, it's not for you no more. I think you meant kidney. A kidney. If I got a kidney Keep and it's for kidney. you, I can't give it to you no more. <laughs> I'm not going to say what I was about to say. What? <laughs> Nothing. What? <laughs> Nothing. Um, I think that 
Can you stop with the toe, though? I think that there's a greater number of people <laughs> that would probably forgive. No, I not do. That. Not that. I know. I do. I do think that. And that's why I said I you might told not. told my mother I'm that not, I was It wasn't me. Yo, I didn't do it. Decent. I didn't do it. I can't fuck with I you. I didn't do that to you. I can't fuck with you. Okay. I can't fuck with like you. Like I said, I think that there's a large amount of people that would probably forgive as opposed to toss nah, not that. the not friendship out. And I think that's the reason why she's writing the email because she's conflicted. She doesn't really know what to do. Don't forgive I think her. that people generally are more more um, forgiving than that. Mm -hmm. Don't you? Not No. There's certain things you can forgive, certain things you can't. You can't forgive that. You call my mom and tell some of my deepest, soc deep, deepest, Your secret, deepest, sarcast, uh, deepest secret. <laughs> deepest, darkest secret. I was going to say darkest, deepest, sarcast. Yeah, my deepest, darkest secret. No, I can't fuck with you. Okay. So we agree. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Well, good luck. And let us know how it goes. I'm, I'm, I'm curious. And I, I want to know if that was your first threesome or was it like, if this is like something that you've done before? Because I'm, I'm curious to how it happened and, and what your mom said too. All right, just let us know. Just, just me. All right. Stop, stop being so shifty. Come on, stop, Rashawn. I didn't. I don't want to see it thing. either. Why not? <laughs> I don't want to see it. It's distracting. <laughs> Here's the second email. Hey, Envy and Gia. Last year in April, I decided to take a year off from dating. I realized I never took time for myself after my last relationship ended in 2014 and instead kept hopping from one situationship to the next. I really, I recently started talking more with an old work buddy of mine about current events, music, and things like that. Pretty much life in general. He's incredibly easy to talk to, and I feel very comfortable when I'm around him. We've gone to many local events together and talk consistently throughout the week. We are not dating, but it's very obvious that we are attracted to one another. He'll often send me sweet messages during the day and even ask me what I thought about him. We're going to the Caribbean in late July. No, you're not. And <laughs> <What's wrong? laughs> they're not going in July. And I, <laughs> and I told him that it would be best for us to get a room with double beds. Okay. To be honest, I can feel myself developing strong feelings for him, but I have a wall over my heart after experiencing so many failed <laughs> relationships. The more I begin to like him, the more I question if he really likes me. I'll create reasons and scenarios to support why I shouldn't like him, even though he has done nothing wrong. I question if I'm truly ready to start dating again. I don't want to get involved and risk getting heartbroken again. Should I give this a try? And if so, how? Love you guys. I led with the first one. You can go ahead with this one. I, I don't even know what to say. Y'all not going to Caribbean in July, so they don't got to worry about that trip. So let's pretend okay. that they are going to the Caribbean in July. Positive thinking. I'm going to put it into the universe. Now they're not going in July. They're not going to um, but let's just say that they were, for instance. Okay. The intention was that they were going to go on a trip together, but they're not together. Mm -hmm. She said it's just obvious that they're into each other, that they're attracted to each other. I, I, can I be honest? Yes. <clears throat> These seem like grown adults, right? Yes. yes. Okay. If I travel out the country with you. Go ahead. There's no way in fuck I'm getting a double bed. <laughs> you want to fight? I mean, let's be honest. If I am being honest. We're flirting in. We're joking and we're laughing. We're kicking. We decide to go on a trip together. And we go Dutch. I paid for my plane fare. 
and my half of the room, and you paid for yours. We want it. You pay for your flight. I pay for my flight. I pay for my room. You pay for your room. So there is no, <clears throat> we're in the same room. No. And double beds. No. I mean, it seems like they're going like boys. They're not going like boys. He asked her, he said they send me sweet messages. We're attracted to each other. He said they haven't had messages. A, they haven't had a conversation to say that at the very least that we're dating, but they're going on a trip together. Like I said, if we're going on a trip together, you're going to have your own room. I got my own room because if we in the same room. I'm walking around naked. I'm walking around just like this <laughs> with my legs open. <laughs> uh huh. So what, what it is, is if, if so my, you don't think that a mature man could go on a trip, stay in a room with someone that he's attracted to, but that maybe he hasn't gotten to a sexual level with and sleep in separate beds. No, you wouldn't be able to control yourself. I wouldn't want to do that. <laughs> Why not? No, get your own room. We, we, have we save rooms. money by staying in one room. No, we're not a couple. We don't have to save money. You get your own room, I get my own room. It's like this. If we go out of town, out to another country, and I'm in the same room with you, I'm attracted to you, I'm going to try to smash. And and she might look at it But she's way. saying double beds to let him know, like, do not try to smash. Because we haven't gotten to that level of the relationship yet. Right, so... Let's not be in the same room. You go in the room and I go in the room. So basically room. you're saying this because you just want to be able to control yourself. No, because I think if you <laughs> if you're planning to go on a trip with somebody and you're going out the country and it's a vacation, you're attracted to each other. Separate. Sex just has to be par for the course. No, separate. Y'all don't need to be in the, in the, in the same bed. Why same not? Room because together. you're not able to control yourself. That's kind of what it's going to boil down to then. Right. I honestly feel like if we going on a trip, you keep saying the same this. I think that, Just answer the question. I think that he's going to think that sex is going to be there. He's not thinking that because she's know? prefacing it by saying we are going to sleep in separate beds. She's saying that. That's letting him know, homie, we're not at that point yet. But we enjoy each other's company. We spend time together now. They haven't slept together yet, obviously. Or, or. Obviously. So don't expect it. This is just an extension of what we're doing here. But we both... Want to enjoy a vacation in July? All right, let me. All right, I'll be honest. Can I be honest? To me, it sounds like she wants to be a lady, where she's saying, "Hey, don't expect sex from me. I want my own bed." Right? Okay. That's the same way. Like, let's say me and you get in an argument, right? And I try to kiss on you. You'd be like, "No, you're not getting none tonight," right? And I, I wouldn't say that. But like, what? Well, you know what I mean? But you might be like, "No." Then I, kiss, I would be like, "No." I kiss this part of your neck, mm-hmm. and then legs open up like this. <laughs> But you first, like, you don't want to, we got, we got an argument. So you're like, no, I'm not giving him enough. Fuck him. We got to make this right first. Right. Mm-hmm. That's what you're thinking. But you, you want to be a lady. But then I kiss right here and it's like, bing, lady should go out the window. <laughs> Same thing. I feel like she's like, if it happens, uh-huh. it will happen. But I don't want him to think it's definitely going to happen. So. If you understand what I mean. Do you understand what I'm saying? No, I do understand what you're saying. Okay. You're basically saying that she doesn't want to. Make him think that it should be expected because she's trying to carry herself with dignity and like a lady. Right. Correct. So I'm saying if she's not there with it, she should get her own room. Don't don't play with the with, with him in his own room. Like, don't play that game. Like people's emotions go crazy and they feel this way and they feel that way. If you're not playing with him like that for 100 percent sure, get your own fucking room. That's 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 what I think. And not that not nasty. Like, go get your own fucking room, but get your own room and then. 
That way you know that there's a wall, you know he knows what it is, and you know what it is. Now, if you go out there and you feel a way and you're like, oh, this is something I want to do, then that's cool. But I would put that wall up there so he's not automatically thinking, oh, I'm flying out of town with her. I'm getting some ass. I'm not mad at it. I like it. But just admit that it is because you, it, from your side of the equation, a guy won't be able to control himself. I want to say, guy or you be, hypothetically no, wouldn't be able to control just, yourself. It's too many. It's too many maybes in you staying. It doesn't in my have room. to be a maybe. If I'm telling you, I'm just telling you what a guy would think. If a guy is attracted to a girl, they send messages like that. We're going out the country and we're staying in the same hotel room with each other. Mm-hmm. He's gonna. He's gonna try. What was her question at the end of the? Um, Email. She wanted to know about dating. She took a year off of dating. She wants to know should she jump back in. She had to find herself first. I would say. Did she, she find herself? Well, she's saying, you know, what do you think she should do? Should mm-hmm. she give it a try? If so, how? Yeah, I think a year to yourself is enough. Yeah, I think she should give it a try. I mean, you say you like him. He's attractive. You should give him a try. I would personally advise you to get your own room. Because no, we get that. We get that. Because you want her to have her own right. Room. Because if you want to give it a try, give it a try. Where he's not thinking he's gonna get some ass. He's just thinking that you're a friend and you're getting to know each other. And then if you want to give him or whatever it is, then that's cool. But don't. I wouldn't go in the same room with that that dude. Like I, I just wouldn't. I like that's too much pressure on you, especially for yourself trying to jump back in. Separate the room and figure it out after that. Well, I, if you can afford it, I don't know. You know, I'm not. Mad but it's not gonna happen anyway because it's July and coronavirus shit. So, um, I think that the bigger issue Mm -hmm. to me in this email isn't necessarily the room situation. Mm -hmm. It is her seemingly lack of um, confidence going into a new relationship. It seems as though she's reserved about jumping back into that lifestyle of dating and letting somebody else in because she's been hurt and things may not have gone her way. Like I said, I think a year is enough time to take to yourself to not have anybody in your life seriously. I think that if you find someone that you like and he checks a majority of the boxes, I'm not looking for anyone to check all of the boxes, but a majority of the boxes, you like to spend time with you. He sent, excuse me, you like to spend time with him. Um, He sends you sweet messages. He does all these things that seem to make you happy, happy enough to travel out of the country with him and plan a vacation Give him a fighting chance, you know, clear the slate from all the hurt that you've experienced and dive in head first. I wouldn't play any games. I wouldn't not dive do... in head first in the same room. What? Yeah, sorry. What? To dive in head first. I'm saying not in the same room. In the, but in the same room. Right. <laughs> I would give it all of my attention and I would try to maximize the opportunity because There's a lot of people out there that can't meet anyone. And if they meet someone, they're settling because they don't have all the things that it takes to make them happy or even some of the things that it takes to make them happy. So you're blessed to find someone whose company you enjoy. So if I were you, I would treat it like gold and give it everything that I've got. And that doesn't necessarily mean that I would sleep with him in Jamaica if you're not ready. Is it Jamaica? I just said Caribbean. The Caribbean. I wouldn't necessarily sleep with him if I wasn't ready for that level of relationship, but I would give him all of me, all of my attention and everything that I have to offer in a relationship. Okay. 
Well, good luck. Get your own room. That's all I'm going to say. Get your own room. Okay, we know that. Like I said, we're answering your emails. If you have questions, thekccrew at gmail.com. That's T-H-E-E-K-C-Crew at gmail.com. Let's go to another email. Well, actually, this is a DM. Uh, He says, my girlfriend and I have been in a relationship for three months now, and everything has been amazing, but I have a small problem. My ex before this relationship is a very good person. We dated for a very small time, but I broke it off because I wanted something different than the direction of where it was going. I wanted to remain friends and cordial since we both attend the same Bible studies and other group settings. Can I drink your drink? Although I do understand that (laughs) feelings might still be there on my ex's side. Anyway, since I told my ex that I have a new situation to protect boundaries with my girlfriend, I haven't seen or heard from my ex. Fast forward, COVID-19 happens and I wanted to check on my ex to see if everything was cool because people in the group have been asking about her. I reached out without consulting my girlfriend, which I told her days later and she got pissed. Basically, we are broken up. Please help with your opinion because I'm confused on what to do. Thank you in advance. What do you think? I'm trying to think from the humanitarian point of view, and then I'm trying to think from the girlfriend point of view. So the humanitarian in me Mm -hmm. says or asks, well, what's wrong with checking up on someone that you cared about? That's your ex. What's wrong with checking up on someone that you care about during a pandemic to make sure that they're okay? That they have everything that they need and that they're not infected. Checking up on your ex. Anything like that. This is a national, well, it's a worldwide emergency. Mm -hmm. And it seems like the right thing to do, but for the fact that you have a girlfriend. So the girlfriend in me makes me ask the question, well, shouldn't her new man do that? Or her mother or her father why are you someone who is her ex, clearly her ex for a reason, right. checking up on her or, quote unquote, caring about her well-being when you've moved on and you're in a relationship? Correct. One kind of airs on the side of logic and good heartedness and the other airs on the side of um, jealousy, maybe insecurity. Um, which is natural, but it kind of is the way that you show the person that you're with that it really is all about them. It does kind of naturally feed an insecurity because you broke up. She has her own life. I'm sure she has dozens of people to check up on her. Why does it have to be you? So which... Which side do you think weighs heavier? Which side do you think is the right thing to do as a man? Okay. I, I look at it from two different sides, right? Oh, like me. I'm going to tell you why. <laughs> I look at it from one side. If this was my girl mm-hmm. and she was checking up on her, on her ex, mm-hmm. I'm like, why the fuck are you checking up on that nigga for? Is it because of jealousy and insecurity? All of the above. And why the fuck are you still thinking about him? That nigga shouldn't even be on your phone anymore. You shouldn't even know that something's wrong unless it was on the news. And you'd be like, oh, that's my ex on the news. I'm so sorry that happened. 
Like, there should be no way in hell that you should even know what ha- what's going on. By right, we've only been together for three months. Just saying. Did they say that? Yeah, they did. Okay. Mm-hmm. Still, you still got feelings for her? Why are you still thinking about her? Why are you checking up on her? Because there's a pandemic mm-hmm. and people and their family members are dying. Just because I broke up with him doesn't mean that I don't care about him anymore. It just means I want to check to make sure that he's okay because I'm a human being. And then you're going around my back? You should tell me first. You I, sh- I should have told you. I apologize. No, nah, it doesn't work. I'm out. You're not going to be out. But that's... that's you're not going to be out. It depends. No, it has to go. You got to keep it going. What do you mean? You're right. She's out. You're absolutely but she right. She said she was out. I apologize. I never should have done it. Can you forgive me? I'll never do anything like that again. How are you going to make it up to me? <laughs> leave, it, leave it up to you. <laughs> See, on one side, I understand. Like, why are you, why are you checking up on your ex? Mm-hmm. On the other side, don't judge me. But if they at Bible study together, right? That means they're praying to God, praying to the Lord. Amen. God bless you. You got to check up on the person that you at Bible study with now. You don't have to check up on the person. Yes, you do. No, that's this not a Bible good. Study. That's this not is, a good reason. No, not, that's your ex. This is not the bartender at the club that was your ex. This is this is not the the the. This is your Bible study partner well, slash ex. They didn't say partner. They said that they went to the same Bible study together, and he views her as a good person. So he just. Hey, how are you? Or was it a text or a phone call? Do you remember? I'm not sure. Okay. But it doesn't text matter. Hey, how are you? How's everything holding up? How's your family that he may have known? How's your family? Is everything good? You know, are you are you laid off? Are you still working? Do you still have benefits? Oh, do you know how to go about get, getting unemployment? It's a little different. Da, da, da. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, it's just someone you care about. It's a little different. I'm going to tell you why. Why? The Bible study person, it's a little different. It's just the ex. <laughs> it's the, it's the it's Bible the study. It's a different though. It's a no, different it's type of not. No, it's I'm a, sure they were smashing. Not, but even so it's not were, like they were abstaining <laughs> before marriage. But like, they they could pray with each other. So like, what what's your point? That's a little different. Because we prayed with each other. We were down. We prayed with each other. We read Matthew 16, 4, 13, whatever. <laughs> I can't stand it. Lord, he knoweth not what he does. <laughs> but, <laughs> but we went, we read the Bible, we prayed, we went to church, this, that, and the other. We have a deeper bond, not just us, but with the man upstairs. So it's okay for him to call. I'm just saying I'm looking at both sides. It's this is not just the chick you met at the club and you was and you was smacking ass a little bit. Yeah, I ain't got that same bond. This is a little different bond. The Bible study bond. The Bible study bond. <laughs> So it's too, I'm, I'm, it yeah, sounds stupid, but it's two different stuff. Like if you went with somebody to church every week and y'all go Bible study and then you don't find them, you don't see them. It's a little different. Well, let's say that. My chest was showing. Sorry. My nipple. But you know what I mean? <laughs> let's, say what? That, let's say that the new girl, the three month girl is a God fearing woman as well. That's okay. But I still got to check on the last Bible studying person. The Bible studying person. You know what I mean? Can you just call her the ex? The ex from Bible class. Okay, so which way do you lean? Stop that. What do you think was the right thing to do? The right thing to do, well, see, this is the thing. <laughs> if he's thinking about the ex mm-hmm. that was in Bible class, mm-hmm. he's thinking about her. <laughs> uh. that's, that's a little odd to me, right? And I'm going to tell you why. And maybe it's just me. 
if I don't fuck with you no more because I'm looking to go in a new direction. That's what he said, right? Um, so he think he said that he wanted something different. He wanted something different, right? You wanted something different. So you hurt her heart. It made me feel like he was tired of her. Right, tired of her. You broke her heart. Mm-hmm. Don't come back to me now. Um, he's not coming back to her. He's don't don't on call her. me. Don't don't check up on me. Oh, now now you're taking her point of view. No, so I mean, now it's like, don't even call me. No, I'm, but if that's how you truly really feel, but mm-hmm. to me it doesn't feel it doesn't feel like he means that. It, it means like he thought he wanted something else. That's but, what I'm getting. But he still thinks about the girl from Bible study. Right. He still wants to go in and, and read the Bible mm-hmm. with her. Mm-hmm. So if you still want to go read the Bible, you can't play both sides. It's like you'd be like, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go see this new one and be like, you know what? I kind of miss reading. Bible with this chick. For me, it feels like he's dipping his toe in, like he's taking the temperature Correct. of that old thing and seeing if there's any wiggle room to see if he still has a little bit of magic with her. I feel the same way. To see how she kind of reacts. So I understand why. Like, is it like, oh, yeah. Charles, so glad you called. Yeah, how's your family? Mm-hmm. To see if there's something that can be reignited. Kind of see if he still has it with her. Yeah, and and, and I think that's I probably why. The new girlfriend is irritated because who wouldn't think that? I mean, it's not the right way to think because the right, the godly way to think would be like, oh, that's so nice that you're checking on your ex. Is she okay? Right. That's like ideal. But 95% of people, I don't think, would react that way. 98%. 98%. I thought I was being generous with 95. No, 98%. Would be like... Why are you checking on her for? Right. Like I said, she has dozens of people to check on her. Why has it got to be you? And that's what I'm saying. If I'm your new, your, your new boo, I'm like, why are you checking up on her? Like, so who are you rooting for? Who do you think has more of a stance? The new boo. The new boo has more of a stance because you agree that it should be left up to her new people, her old people to check up on her and not him being somebody else's man if, at the current moment. Now I understand him, him caring, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Cause that is his ex, right? Mm-hmm. So what he should have done was they have the same text group. Mm-hmm. Yo, Julio. I just came up with that name. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Julio mm-hmm. call so-and-so and make sure she's good. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. oh, she's good. Okay. All right, cool. That's all he had to do. Yeah. Why is he? So you think he's not really concerned about her well-being? You think that he's using the pandemic as an excuse to reach out. No, I think he's concerned with the well-being, but I think he's too concerned with the well-being. I think he's But concerned. you think he's more so using it as an excuse to reach out to her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And to see if she's good and just to have a conversation. So you think her. he's wrong? Yes, absolutely. What do you think? I think that he should hold this L. Not ultimately, I think he's wrong. But now, and especially he did it behind her back. Exactly. You know, if he said to her, hey, I just want to let you know, I'm thinking about Tasha. I'm thinking about Tasha. I just want to make sure she's good. You know, we were together for a while and the world is crazy right now. I just want to make sure she's okay. Do you mind if I just give her a call? I mean, you could even be in the room or whatever. That's the way that you do it. If you are so hell bent on making that phone call, that's the way you do it. You do it where trust is on the table and everything is right there for all parties to see. I still think that's foul. I still think, no, have Julio call her and check up on her. No, I think that's a better way. But if you didn't think about that and you ju- you're just checking up on people. Now, if it's just, as you would put it, the Bible study girl, then we have a problem. Because why aren't you checking your friend from here and your friend from there and your friend from there and your friend from here? You're only checking on her. That's a red flag. Absolutely. Right. So you're wrong. That's pretty much what we're saying.
Support for today's show comes from Black AF, a new comedy series from Kenya Barris, streaming April 17th only on Netflix. Now, Black AF, I just seen the trailer, and you talk about funny as ish. I mean funny. I, I like black as F, and I like anything that represents my people, my community, and shitting on everybody else. I mean, the fact that they are, are, are taking some of the stereotypes and, and flipping it and mixing it, and it almost is like kind of like, I'm black, I'm proud to be black, and if you don't like it, fuck off. And that's what I seem to love about this trailer. I mean, this is one of those shows I haven't seen anything like this out there. When you talk about unapologetically, black to the point where it's like well this is what it is this is why I do this this is why I wear this this is the way and the reason my family is like that because honestly we really just don't give a fuck and when I look at black as as f and I look at my family I'm like that's kind of like what we are we really don't care what people say we just kind of do what we want to do and I like that so Definitely check it out. It's streaming April 17th only on Netflix. I mean, could you imagine you uh, having a party and your wife is giving away, I, I guess, gift bags? And in the gift bags is things like Apple uh, Apple uh, iPods and, and Fendi keychains and, and things like that. Things like I can see uh, apologetically rich black people doing. And I love to see that. So it's one of those shows you definitely have to watch. Seems funny as hell. It's a comedy and I can't wait to check it out. Again, the unapologetic new comedy series, Black AF on Netflix, April 17th. I can't wait till it comes out. I mean, this is one of the things where you can just say, hey, I'm proud. I don't give a fuck. It's funny. It's going to offend a lot of people, but who gives a fuck? Because it's unapologetic black as fuck. So definitely check it out. April 17th, only on Netflix. All right. Can't wait till it drops. I can't wait to people be uh, hurt by it, but it's funny, emotional, it's expressive, and it's all celebratory about our people. Black as fuck. Definitely check it out again. April 17th, only on Netflix. If you're into comedy, it's probably going to uh, hurt your feelings. It's probably going to be a little, uh, one of those things you'd be like, oh, I can't believe they said that. Oh, I can't believe she did that. That is one of those films. So I don't know how long it's going to be on because I love it. And hopefully you will too. Again, the date, April 17th, only on Netflix. Check it out when it comes out. Okay, next email. Let's get to the last email. All right. My name is Simone and I am 27 years old. I have a six-year-old daughter and I've been single and have been a single mother since she was nine months old. I haven't been in a relationship since my child's father. We got together at 18. I left him at 21 because of constant lies and cheating. And with raising a daughter, I had to leave. I have forgiven him and I moved on. I don't hold any resentment, but I haven't been with any man since my child's father as it pertains to a legitimate relationship. I have dated or whatever this generation calls it, but I kept getting the same results. Men who just want to fuck. Well, she says sex. Men who just want to have sex or who just want to what you doing you to death without any real sense of consistency or courtship. I have my own car, my own place. I make good money. I take care of my daughter on my own. I don't ask anybody for anything. I go to church. I'm a great friend and woman. I have goals. I'm responsible. I'm well-educated and poised. I'm graceful and classy. I'm respectful and God-fearing. I have a sense of humor and I'm a good conversationalist. 
I am loyal and faithful. I bring so much to the table, but I don't understand why I'm only being approached by men who don't share the same values as I do. Is it my age? Do I need to give it more time? Or maybe you need to take the booty shorts off your Instagram page. That's what it sounds like. Should I just stop focusing on my relationship status or lack thereof? What do you do if you've been single for years and have a strong desire for marriage and family, but there are so few men in the world that are marriage minded or who actually believe in courting a woman and not this Netflix and chill bullshit? When do you get to the point to where you seek solitude in your singleness instead of losing hope and settling? And when does it get to the point of idolizing and idealizing marriage? You can't put two eyes back there and try to fuck me up. <laughs> had to do that sentence like 32 times but anyway what is so wrong with me that i can't be approached by a man with honest intentions who sees me as a woman he would be so lucky to have instead of a piece of meat anyway what am i doing wrong so what do you think she's doing wrong I don't think she's doing anything wrong. I don't think it's a matter of her doing anything wrong. She seems like a hell of a catch. She seems very confident. She has um, a very high opinion of herself. Mm-hmm. Um, something's wrong. No, I don't think that. I think something's wrong. Why when do you she think says, wrong? when she goes to, uh, I go to church, I'm a great friend, a woman, I have goals, I am responsible, educated, poised, graceful, classy, respectful, God fearing. And all these different things. I have a sense of humor, a great conversationalist. I'm loyal and faithful. I bring so many values to the table. Something is wrong, in my opinion. Why? She just named 30 personality traits that sound awesome. Right. I so agree. what's wrong with that? I don't know. Something is wrong within it. Because if all those things are so wonderful and so great, there has to be a problem somewhere. Maybe. No. And I don't know. It could be. The fact that she's such, she's so great. That she's looking for something that's not there. What do you mean? I got two things out of it. One, feeling like maybe she's so great. She's 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 not opening herself to be loved. Almost like you're looking at you're looking down at everybody that's not necessarily on your level, instead of just looking for somebody that you like, that you're attracted to, that you love. That you're nice, that you attract, that you're attracted to, that you love. Mm-hmm. Okay, continue. Let's say that <laughs> you're all these things, right? And you marry me. <laughs> 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 it's the, it's the truth. Like you know, she's you know, you make good money. You go to church. You're graceful, classy, educated, and poised. Sense of humor. Good conversationalist. Now, if you put that on a scale and then you put me on a scale, I'm just saying, I'm just using me, me, me and you back in the day. I was, I was just a DJ back then. Now, you were somebody that were thinking about going to law school and you were doing this and you, would, you had so many different things on your, on your plate. Mm-hmm. And here I am just a quote unquote DJ back at the time. If anybody else, you'd have told your friend, hey, I'm dating this DJ, nine times out of ten, your friends would have been like, why the fuck you dating him? He's not, quote unquote, on your level. But you just pick somebody that you loved and you just liked and you had a good time with. You didn't care about all that other things. And I think she could possibly be not opening herself up to find love. 
Mm -hmm. Meaning you think her standards might be too high. All the attributes that she has. She might be trying to match that. Okay. And it might be very difficult to match that. Mm -hmm. If you understand what I'm saying. Yes, I do. So I think that she should necessarily maybe just look for love. Look for somebody that likes her. Don't look for the the grand slam. Mm -hmm. Look for a single. Look for somebody that's just see meet people. Talk to people. See if if that person is the person that can get you a home run. Mm-hmm. If you know what I mean. Like, mm-hmm. have that conversation first. Don't just automatically look for, I need this, I need that, I need this, I need that, I need this, I need that. Oh, he's not this. You know, mm-hmm. instead of just saying, you know what, this guy is nice. Mm-hmm. Let me get to learn, let me get to, to know him more. And then go to that. That's what this sounds like to me. I could be wrong because I don't know you, but that's what it sounds like to me. Or it could be that she's so wonderful so amazing, as you would put it, that she could be intimidating. That's true. She could be. But for that long, like she says she's been single since her like baby was years. nine months old and her so daughter's six or so six years, seven five and, and a half change. years. Yeah. How old is her daughter? Six. Six. Okay. Mm-hmm. No, she said she's 28, didn't she? 27? 27, yeah. Yeah. So six, seven years, whatever it is. Um, it's a very long time to be single but in this day and age with like what she's describing she said dating or whatever this generation calls it she said something to that effect that's right? what makes me feel like she's possibly looking down on it i'm showing too much leg but that's what makes me feel like <laughs> or whatever this generation tells it i'm not with that next but, it, but, it's, but, it's, but it's very true it just though. feels like she's looking down on to what i think people in her generation would call it to me, it seems like she's a, a 27-year-old in a 45-year-old body. You mean a 45-year-old in a 27-year-old body? You know body. what I mean. <laughs> but you, you understand what I'm saying? Like, she's 27-year-old, but it seems like she should be, she's talking from a 40-year-old perspective. So, does that mean, see, what you're saying to me indicates that you're saying a 27-year-old shouldn't have a brain nope. and shouldn't deflect all of the BS that's going on in her generation's dating pool. No, I'm not saying that at all. Because she's right. I mean, it's very true. Like the whole, what you doing? What's up? Come over. The whole not calling on the phone. Everything is texting and DMing. And that's their main way of communicating. But but you know, but right now you're 20 somethings, you're 30 somethings, even shit, you're 40 somethings now. They're not really dating. They really are not courting. Yeah, but what does she know about? Oh, or um, what, what, how does she put it? Yeah, whatever they call it right now. Yes, whatever they call it right she's now. She's twenty-seven years old. She is not from the generation of. It doesn't before. matter. It doesn't like, mean how, how that she she's an called? idiot because she's twenty-seven years I didn't say old. She was an idiot. It doesn't mean that she doesn't have an opinion of the world around her because she's twenty-seven years old. I didn't say that. I just said it because looked, it seems dating. Like- to a 20-something right now really is some BS. And I'm not talking about all 20-somethings. I'm talking about for a lot of them. Right. Because we know people that are in similar situations. We get a lot of emails and DMs with the same sentiment. It's the world around us. And I mean, we're on social media. Like, we know how that whole thing goes. Like, we're not out of that demographic. Like, we're in it too. If we were single, we'd be experiencing the same exact thing. It's it's no different right now. It's just the way of the world right now. And how do you 
view the whole dating th- scene right now? And what effect do you think that it has on relationships right now? Um, I'll put it like this. I don't have a problem with Netflix and chill. I, I'm gonna that's tell you only why. that's only a small but part of what you, she I, saw. I, I mean, we love to Netflix. But and I'm gonna chill. tell you why because so it's not really it's just the that. way things have changed. Like to me, a lot of times there's better movies on Netflix than it is in a the movie theater. Okay, can we move away from Netflix? I'm, I'm, just, I'm just I'm just I'm just saying that. So it, it's okay. like that is it. It says okay, well the way that people date now, the way that we dated mm-hmm. is way different the way our parents dated. Um, how is it different than the way our parents dated? I think the way we dated is the same as how our parents dated. Okay, for instance, me and you would stay on the phone all night talking to each other. And you're going to say they didn't have phones? They have phones. There was no way in hell my dad would be on the phone all day with his girlfriend or with my mom. Because your dad's not that type of no, person. No, but it would be too expensive. My dad would have been on the phone with my mom. I bet you it was because it was too expensive back then. Who said it was too expensive? It was. Like, it was. How, the how, do you know, how do you know that? It was expensive. I don't even know. remember when we were younger... You would have to call after a certain time because that's when you get the free calls. You don't remember? No. Yes. After eight o'clock, it was like free. After seven, the calls were free. I don't. I don't. And you can call. I definitely don't remember what you're talking about. Now you're going to act like I'm just the only one that old. No, I'm not saying that. Look, look, I just, even, ben, even Ben says after seven, you could call because it was free. I have, so I know I when my parents were kids. I don't remember. They, were, they, they probably could no way hell use that phone. Okay. So according to you. We spoke on the phone for longer periods of time than our parents. How else was dating different between us and our parents? I'm sure my dad had to say, I don't know I wasn't there, but I'm then sure. Then you can't make that point. You, you I just, said it. But I'm just saying I know it was different because things change and things evolve. No, like that's now, kind of my point. Madison, when Madison no, no, talks no. to somebody now, that's kind she of talks my to point. them on FaceTime and they can have conversations. Or on Snapchat. But, the or... difference, but let me tell you the difference mm-hmm. is, for me, I would have to go and see you, Right. But if it was the era now. Or we now, talked on the phone. Right. But if right? it was the era now, this is going to sound crazy, but I probably wouldn't see you as much. And I'm going to tell you why. No. Because or now else you FaceTime, wouldn't be with me. You say that now. But now with no, FaceTime. No, I know. But now with FaceTime, we can talk and, and, and see each other a no, lot more. No, we wouldn't because I hate FaceTime. I don't FaceTime anyone ever. Ever. And if I'm looking foul, if someone FaceTimes me, I'm not answering. But that's what I'm trying to so, say. You're from. You're not from the school of FaceTime. You're from, I am from the school no, of friggin' not. FaceTime. I just don't like it. No, you're not. You're not from that school. Madison is from the school of FaceTime. Madison FaceTimes all day long and Snapchats all. Madison will be in the car. No, she's from the. No, no, no. I'm, I'm telling you, Madison will be in the car, and when somebody sends a message, she doesn't and mind she sends him back a FaceTiming. Message. I'm also not a phone person. If it's not with you, I'm not on the phone with but anybody. But you used to be on the phone with me all the time. This is my point. You're not if from it's that not, era. You're not making any valid points. I am. You're, you're not, not listening. listening. <laughs> <laughs> you're not listening to what I'm saying. First of all, I just don't like FaceTime. I don't really like to talk on the phone. So that's what that is. This has nothing to do with FaceTime being our era, FaceTime not being our era. I would never Snapchat. It's just not something that I like. It has nothing to do with an era. Regarding our parents... My father would have to go and see my mother or go and pick my mother up the same way you would have to come and see me or come and pick me up. If you wanted to friggin' FaceTime, if we started dating seven years ago, eight years, however long FaceTime has been around. If you wanted to FaceTime me all the time instead of seeing me, then guess what? I'm going to spend my real time in my real life with a real man that we can actually enjoy each other's, other's company, not friggin' looking at each other on a phone screen what i'm trying to explain i understand what you're saying but what i'm trying to explain to you is 
nowadays these these kids in this generation do things differently. Like Clearly. for instance, right? But that's the given in this conversation, right? But, but, but right? Instance, like We're Logan. talking about is it okay for relationships? That's what this conversation is about. The way that things are going now is not beneficial towards two people getting to know each other, courting each other, spending time together, actually talking on the phone instead of texting and DMing. And Correct. It's not conducive. Correct. So in my opinion, nowadays relationships suffer because of technology and because of social media. That is I correct. think that's obvious. Yes, that is correct. But she's saying what I'm telling you is she's saying uh, it's like it's like right now our kids are in virtual school. Yes, they're on the bed. Their whole class is there. The teacher is there. They're getting the same information. They have the same assignments, but it's not the same as being in person. Right. It's a different effect. But what my whole my whole point is in 20 years. <clears throat> it's going to be all avatars. Nobody's be, actually going to see each no, other. No, it's going to be more classrooms online like that than actually going into schools. Like school is going to okay. be a business that, hold on, let me, school is going to be a business that nobody cares about because things change and, and the times change. Yes, and people, and, yes. and it'll be somebody like us when we're 70 years old, be like, I remember when we was in school and we actually seen the grandkids going to be like, school, and, and, and our kids are going to be like, oh, I don't even know the teacher. Just some some dude in the thing. But it's just the way that things change. It's the way that okay. the things people talk My and communicate. My point is that that's a given Correct. in this conversation that things have changed. The conversation is about how do you think that those changes are affecting relationships right now? Like you saying that things have changed, like, yeah, we know that. We're saying, yeah, that it changed. Well, I'm saying, yeah, that it changed and it sucks. That's what I'm saying. What I'm saying is from what she's saying, it seems seems like she's looking down on the things that people are doing now. Right. And I'm saying, doesn't it, she have a right to look yeah, down on a, a budding relationship in which a guy just wants the text? And then when he sees her. There's no courting. It's like, oh, why don't you come over and watch Netflix with me? Mm -hmm. I mean, that's cool. Once you're like in a relationship and, right. you know, now we spend time in the bedroom together. We kind of hang out at home together and we cook together and we clean together and we laugh together and all that stuff. But while you're courting me, like, yeah, no, um, we've been together for a few weeks. Like, no, I'm not coming to your house. Like, I'm not coming to your house she's, she's, or she's, your apartment. She's looking. She's looking at the wrong spot. She shouldn't be looking at. Retirement homes where people don't know you how know to what? use things I to um, I can't. You're she, so unreasonable. She should be looking at, at funeral parlors. Like places like <laughs> right, that. She right, can find right, a good man right, that will court right, her. Dead and Know nothing and about bombs. Netflix. Yes. You know, know yes. nothing about FaceTime. Like, how old mm -hmm. is my dad? My dad be confused with that FaceTime. How old is my dad? Yeah, I heard her. her. <laughs> so what's your advice to this young lady? No, you know, you just can't even... You can't have a real conversation. I am having a real conversation. This is a real conversation. Yes. So you don't see anything wrong with the dating scene now and guys wanting sex so soon. And like she said, treating women like meat. And I'm not saying all guys, but guys want sex guys, so soon when we were kids too. Yeah, but they wouldn't just flat leave you if they didn't get it. No, they just you smack waited your ass. a year. Don't you remember? I'm different. Oh, I was, I was, I'm a turtle. You're different. I am. I'm different. You're what? I'm, I was a turtle. I'm different. You were a turtle. But you remember like, yes, it was different back then. Yeah. They were smack ass. Don't you remember Freak Nick and Greek Fest and Philly Greek and Jones Beach and 4th of July and 
in Miami and all them shits where girls got disrespected all day all long. All them shits? Yeah, all them, them shits where, where women shits. got disrespected. Yes. Got it. Yes. Got it. Remember me and you used to get into fights because you wanted to go and hang out with your girls and I used to, remember? Yes, of course. Okay. Oh, you don't want to finish that sentence, right? What? And what you did? What? You want to go hang out with your girls and I would, you remember, don't you? Yeah, I called your mother. <laughs> you called my mother. Like, See, you can't be trusted. Yeah, right. <laughs> See, I should have left you I then. Called, I called you your, can't be trusted. I called your mother. And I said, they're raping girls. Don't tell your daughter she can't go. <laughs> my mother called me in tears and in a panic because Rashawn made her think I was going to get raped at Philly Greek Fest. Yeah. Shame on you. You couldn't have been trusted even back then. Mm-mm. So what's your advice to this young lady? <laughs> Stop flashing me, you jerk. <laughs> um, to be honest with you, uh, there's no real advice that can be given. Um, the world has changed and people have changed. People are sad, in my opinion, people are satisfied with like the bare minimum. And if you don't have a parent or um, some type of mentor figure in your life to teach you what to expect and what should be the bare minimum and what should be standard, then you're kind of stuck in this world where you just accept mediocrity and you date guys, as she would say, quote unquote, date guys where they don't really have to show as much interest. They don't have to show as much initiative. Um, They don't have to do much work and they expect an open-ish relationship where sex is expected and it's expected quickly and their options are open and you kind of see how it goes from there. You know, like nobody's taking, well, I don't want to say nobody, but I've seen so many situations where it's like, you're not really taking people to taking girls to like nice restaurants or, you know, doing creative things. It's just like mediocrity is kind of par for the course, you know? Um, so that's the world in a sense. So to me, which, you know, we're talking about with the other emailer, she found someone that is special, that is not like that, that texts her nice things and calls her and they spend time together and they're planning a trip and all of these things. Like that's an exception. That's why I'm telling her you jump right in Mm -hmm. with this girl. If you find something that has promise, I would recommend that you keep your expectation high expectations Mm -hmm. high, regardless of your age. She said, you know, I don't know if it's my age or whatever. So I don't know how old she is, but clearly she's thinking, Oh no, she said she's 27. 27. So then I wonder why she said age. That would have nothing to do with it. But long story short, I would say you keep your expectations high. And um, and I think that either you are intimidating people or they are just genuinely intimidated by you. So maybe be very aware of how you carry yourself when you're in social situations and make sure that your energy and your demeanor is more inviting to the opposite sex. Whether you see somebody there that you like or not, just maybe do exercises where you just kind of, anytime you're in a social situation, you kind of let your guard down and you allow people to approach you. And just like we told the other emailer, go to places where 
it'd be more likely for you to be around members of the opposite sex, you know, and make sure that you don't settle. I'm so anti-settling. Um, I find that a lot of people, not just females, are settling right now. Mm-hmm. What's your advice? Um, I, I agree. I mean, I would say I just want to make sure that the reason why you're, not, you're, you're, you're having a hard time is not because you want this perfect person. Because that perfect person never exists. You never find that perfect person. I think you should just open yourself up to find somebody. And hopefully when you find that somebody, that somebody is your perfect person. And that's it. Mm-hmm. That was some poetry for that ass, right? No. No. That was pretty dope. I didn't think so. But good it luck. was that profound. I thought it was pretty profound. Well, good luck. And uh, let us know. Let us know how it works out in... Thank you for emailing us. If you want to email us, you can to thecaseycrew at gmail.com. That's T-H-E-E-K-C-Crew at gmail.com. I also got to tell people, a lot of people asking us about our wine glasses and our coffee mugs. Uh, if you want more information, you know, we have uh, the site. Well, I should say the uh, the other Instagram page, which is the Casey Crew Podcast. And you can just check out everything there, what we have. DM and Ben's will get back to you immediately. And we also got a shout out to Marcy. At the Custom Candle Co., she does a bunch of our, our candles. Uh, if you are like a particular liquor, she can make it into a candle for you. You can just hit up her Instagram, the Custom Candle Co., and she also has CBD. So if you need something for your fix, whether you have aching moisturizers, things, moisturizer, things of that nature, all that, you can check out for that as well. We're going to be doing something special with her coming up in a little bit all right also instead of emailing if you choose you can send us a video message to the same email that Rashawn mentioned the t-h-e-e casey crew at gmail.com and um if we choose you we will plug it into our podcast video and answer your podcast that way so make sure you look cute send it in and um hopefully we'll post it all right well, guys, we'll see you guys next week. It's back to uh, quarantine and sex and watching Money Heist. I can't. I can't. Money Heist is. <laughs> what up, y'all? Uh, uh, uh. Well, we'll see you next week. I'm DJ MV. <laughs> and I am Gia Casey. And that was another edition of the Casey No, stop. Crew. Don't play with me. Don't play with me. Don't Say toodles. Play. Stop it. No, stop it. Stop. Say toodles. Toodles. Cut it. Cut it. You're so stupid.